Welcome to Whiskey and Whiskers Midweek. This is a Critically Ashamed. Today we're going to be talking about Zardoz. Uh, we're your host, Chop. Gator. Blake. And today we're joined by two guys from Film on the Rocks. We got Brucker and Levi. Say, uh, say a little bit about yourself, guys. Thanks, guys, for uh, having us. I'm Brucker, and we just have a pretty fun movie podcast where we like to talk about drinking games and favorite scenes and whatnot. Yeah, it's a good, it's a nice little uh, start of the week reliever for us. We have our own jobs, and we live in different areas. We said, shoot, man, let's do a podcast where we talk about something we really, really like. So I appreciate you guys for letting us come on and, and hang out with you guys as we talk about <laughs> a weird movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, uh, I'm glad you guys, guys are on here. Uh got a chance to to listen to a few of your episodes they're all very good you guys uh do pretty thank you pretty uh good reviews a good good movie talk um i also got the opportunity to come on your show that was a lot of fun uh so oh, i appreciate yeah. that um, yeah man so definitely yeah. everyone check them out film on the rock works we're excited to have you we're sorry that uh you had to watch zardoz <laughs> <laughs> oh and, and that was no, the next no, thing no, no 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 i'm no, excited no. that that you guys are are decided decided to come on our show and we get to talk about this wonderful wonderful movie mm. <laughs> so this blockbuster yeah it's great <laughs> so um zardoz is a uh what do you want to call it a sci-fi i would call it a sci-fi comedy yeah. Maybe? Is it is it sci-fi because it was made in the seventies or is it just sci-fi? Yeah, nineteen seventy-four, and we got uh, uh, Sean Sean Connery. Sean Connery. Um, a few things like the first thing that I want to mention just right off the bat, so we can we can understand this or try to grasp it. One point five million dollar budget. One point oh. five million dollars on this fucking piece of trash. Wow. Was it like Connery's? Connery's paycheck or something? No, so I think I think Connery, lawsuits. <laughs> I think Connery got paid uh, uh, two hundred thousand dollars to do the movie. He was struggling to get to get roles for some reason. And uh, John Borman is the director. He he did Deliverance. So that's other than Deliverance, that's the only that's the only movie he directed. None of the rest are worth watching, including this one. Um, they're but, all sequels to Zardos. They're but, all... <laughs> yeah, that's but, another show. So Sean Connery had a had something in his contract that that. Uh, it allowed him to uh, how how did they put it? I'm trying to remember. Basically, so there's a lot of sex scenes in Zardoz. Um, I'm mm-hmm. thinking of the one in particular where he he grabs the girl's breast. You know, the the chick yeah. that's like lethargic. Uh, <laughs> he uh, apparently uh, there were several complaints by other actresses that he would. It's not that he would he he would take the scene too far. Like the director only needed this much, and Sean Connery took it this far. You know, just the tip, and, and he always just. Yeah. And apparently, he took the role because they allowed uh, language in his contract for him to have creative license to do that. So, for instance, what I'm imagining is like uh, the director says, "Okay, you can grab her tit," and instead, Sean Connery walks up and sticks his hand up her shirt. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He just he yeah. takes it a step farther than he's supposed to. Which makes sense because Sean Connery is, I think, kind of a misogynist, but but very charming and very handsome. Double O seven. Oh, yeah. like, this is what my character Zed would do. It. This is how he right. would grab a boob. He yeah. wouldn't do over the shirt kind of thing. This is Zed. I think yeah. Sean Connery was just playing himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've heard those stories about his opinions on women. We won't. I don't want to go too much into it. But yeah, right, I heard he had right. a hard time getting the job after because I think this was right at or close to him doing James Bond, and apparently he was well, having a hard time getting hired. Well, he he did Diamonds Are Forever like two years before this, and because like he did James Bond, left, and then they had to like beg him to come back to do Diamonds Are Forever, 
and he had it he had like a deal like all right i'll do this but you have to back whatever two movies i want to do blindly and this was one of them oh which shit. is why i think <laughs> which, which is why i think it had like a high budget for its time they're like listen sean here's the deal there's naked women everywhere you can touch them you can lay on them you can put your mouth all over their body what do you think he's like that sounds like a great deal Absolutely. <laughs> uh so, so i'm still like i watched it a couple days ago i'm still really fucking confused about everything that happened in that movie Oh yeah, me too. Uh, I, I watched it's it disturbing, <laughs> man. It like shocks your your idea of reality. It it shouldn't exist. And even from the very beginning, like the the opening scene, it's like a floating head that's like bouncing off the perimeter of the screen, like a like a '90s yeah. screensaver. And oh uh, that's where they got the idea, the actually. <laughs> yeah, that he has. clearly cut what, off what at the, the shoulders. Yeah. And he has, and yeah. he has, yeah, his mustache is drawn on for some reason. <laughs> That's high tech, man. Just doesn't get you realistic facial hair. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's it's the weirdest movie. I think the opening scene with like the head floating around is amazing. Like I thought the cinematography that was awesome. But like the downside, like the movie, the moral of the story feels like it's a hey, mortality is overrated. Death is part of like it gives you a clear bookend to your story. But they took so long. <laughs> Everything was so stretched out. There was scenes that could have ended. So much sooner, and they Sean Connery had to run around more and scream and look at his reflection and in his Scott or whatever he is. I don't know what what kind of accent he has. Whatever Scottish or something. I think he's from Australia, right? <laughs> is he really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I think he's, yeah, 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 yeah. He's Scottish, I think. Scotch Irish or something. That's whiskey. I Dude, I I could you know I tried to get some kind of takeaway from this movie, and and I had like I have written down uh, death gives life purpose. Is the closest mm. I could come to that, but that's being pretty generous. Like, yeah, you're yeah. stretching it, man. You're, I think yeah, you're being, <laughs> calling yeah. this a movie is being pretty generous. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I thought it was all, all pretty. I mean, I say pretty good. The only things that I really walked away being like, ooh, that's good, other than the opening scene was the the Wizard of Oz thing. I thought that was relatively creative. If it ended there, yeah. they're like, oh, Wizard of Oz, it's all a lie. I thought this movie could have been had a little bit of dignity. Spoiler alert, that's the big reveal stupid. though. I, yeah. <laughs> dude, the whole movie is built around the idea of uh someone took the Wizard of Oz and made it Zardoz. It's just it just like deleted a couple letters. Don't yeah. you feel stupid? Like yeah. I, <laughs> How did that come into I, being? I like, that. Did somebody get super drunk or super high and they looked at the Wizard of Oz book and they're like, fucking Zardoz. I'm yeah, the right sure John, John Borman was like probably on a lot of heroin or something. Yeah. I got a great idea. Yeah. Look at uh, this. Yeah. Oh, speaking of here. which, apparently uh, John Borman was, was um, advocating to, he wanted to direct the Lord of the Rings and he got denied. What? He got shot down and like it's decided to go do his own sci-fi fantasy adventure which is zardoz so thank god he did not get the lord of the rings oh my gosh i can't imagine what that would look like oh, lots of mirrors lots of mirrors <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah so, was, so yeah. does anyone does anyone understand what happened in the movie well enough to give us a quick like breakdown okay i'm going to try I don't think I do, but I'm going to try. All right, Okay. Go. It reminded me, immediately when it started, I don't know if you guys have uh, keep track of the, the television show Rick and Morty, but that immediately mm -hmm. thought of an episode where that, like the giant head floating in, it's like the, the men oh, yeah. are all animals and the women are like these goddesses or whatever. I said, oh my gosh, I think I know how this movie ends. I actually uh, watched that Rick and Morty episode like 
a couple days ago and was like, holy shit, they're totally like calling back to Zardoz. It's the same head. Like, yeah, it's, it's, that's what they're yeah, doing. The exact same. But I think so. It's essentially that there were these scientists that figured out how to cheat death. And then they had all of these people that they would not let into their like sanctuary. And so they sent a guy what out is? in a giant head to like put people together to kill all of these people. And it kind of do what they play God with these people. Essentially, I, I, I you know what, the more I talk about it, honestly, I, can, I don't think I can do it. I just thought <laughs> it was creative of the fact that they called the people on that were old and were punished. They called them the apathetics when then the people themselves were apathetic to the people on the outside of their bubble. That is mm-hmm. the only deep thing that thought was in this whole movie. But I mean, all I saw was Sean Connery and his, and his, what is the, bandoliers or whatever you call it and his diaper and his fucking knee-high leather boots boots. dude his riding boots his stripper boots he's riding horses man his riding boots they're riding boots so by the way it takes an hour and what an hour and 45 minutes for you to find out that this is what happened and i would say like a solid 30 to 45 minutes is completely fucking quiet like no dialogue it's just sean connery like walking around trying to figure shit out yeah they sprinkle in a little bit of uh a little bit of like murder a little bit of rape um you know they they, they really want you to feel good going into this uh this colony (laughs) can we please talk about the the scene where they're like figuring out how erections work oh god oh my gosh (laughs) oh my gosh i was like wait is that a penis because i was like halfway i'll be honest i was like halfway paying attention right and i was like wait is that a penis on the on the on the screen and i saw something like that coming man at the very beginning the head was like penises are evil Mm -hmm. they spread their seed on the land i said oh boy yeah and then and then guns are good because they shoot they shoot death and and kill the the brutals or whatever yeah yeah Yeah. Uh, i guess it's like the anti-penis penis Penis shoots life guns shoots Mm -hmm. death i guess that's yeah you can you can force any you can force (laughs) a square piece into the circle piece if you want i don't know you can try (laughs) i was waiting dude i knew that there was going to be boobs in this one man it was sean connery and the whatever this was the 74 or whatever yeah like, yeah, I was waiting for it. And they said, penises are evil. I said, holy crap, there's going to be boobs everywhere. <laughs> yeah, just got to <laughs> hang on. Hang on for it. <laughs> yeah, so that scene you were talking about, they're basically, like, trying to figure out what gets him an erection. And so they start showing... Like, because there's no, they're, they're all immortal, right? So there's no use for, for sex anymore. Sex is right. useless. But... Yeah. So they're like trying to understand erections. That, that that doesn't make sense to me either, though. Why why wouldn't you at least have a history of that, especially being was as he, advanced as you supposedly are? Was he getting an erection from staring at that woman explaining things? Is that yeah? I think they were. They, they showed him a video of like two chicks mud wrestling or something, and it wasn't really doing. <laughs> yeah. And it wasn't really doing it for him. And then she starts talking again, and he gets a boner talking to talking to the chick. Yeah, because you know Sean Connery is the sensitive type. He likes conversations. Yeah, yeah. he appreciates an intelligent woman. Apparently, yeah. oh, boy. <laughs> warms him up. Oh a bit, boy! Huh? Sometimes these games deserve a good smack. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, yeah. That's another thing. In hindsight, you're like, oh my gosh. I know that the di- the director, uh, John Borman. I know that he because it feels so serious. I know that he has said, looking back, like, yeah, it's kind of laughable at times. It just feels at times. so. Yeah. <laughs> Well, he says at times because, I'm, I mean, it's his creation. I'm sure he's like, this is the greatest ever, you know, because I made it. But now he's like, yeah, I can understand why you might laugh a little bit. He had to be on drugs. <laughs> he just had to be. Like, the, there's oh, nothing gosh, in this yeah. world that can convince me otherwise. Dude, it's wackadoodle. He put it's so much 70s, stuff yeah. together that just is so crazy. But 
every scene was just a little bit too long. His time in the crystal could have been chopped like in half and it would have still mm-hmm. been a little bit too long. They just <laughs> lengthened everything out. They were really trying to, what, how long is this film? Like an hour and hour 40. Oh, it's at least minutes. seven, eight hours, right? It's gotta be. <laughs> it's the mirrors, man. It reflects the like time and makes it longer. And they spent so much money on the mirrors. It's such like a focal point. You know, you know, in the movie that like when, when someone fucks up and they age them, you know, they make them age. Yeah. I, that's how I felt watching this movie. Like, Holy shit, I'm just getting older and dying inside. You were the person like, at the oh end my scene. Gosh, I just screwed up by <laughs> what did I getting do? by watching this movie, I'm aging. <laughs> I was just sentenced eighty years of aging as how like they do in this movie as punishment. They just sentence you like aging years or whatever, because you can't die. And so that that brings up a good point. There was a lot of sci fi like ideas, tropes maybe or, or something. It feels like the components are there, just the the narrative is not there at all. Like the, it's so right. disjointed and 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 poorly put together that it's like it, on the surface it could have been a good no on the surface it could have been a movie <laughs> but instead it's just it's just madness it's 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 chaos so uh, yeah, yeah. I, I I agree with you Blake I think it could have been really there's some moments like they talk about psychic violence and how like negative thought can like condemn you to age or condemn you to like their version of prison I said okay this is this has got some, I wrote down, the first thing I wrote down was the, the message on the wall whenever Conry comes up to his, that little, like, there's like a shrine to to the head and everything. It says, in this secret room from the past, I seek the future. And I was like, oh, man, this is going to be, um, maybe there's going to be clues for this movie. No, no, mm-hmm. not really. No. Not really. It's such a big middle finger. Uh, we, <laughs> it kind of feels that way, though, doesn't it? They laid you on, uh, man. Since, uh, <laughs> since Levi and I, we talked about like drinking rules on our podcast. I was like trying to like think of drinking rules for this movie. And the only thing I could come up with anytime this movie's on this is on the screen drink. Like yeah. I, <laughs> when you see red panties. It. <laughs> that's that's fair. That is fair. Oh my gosh. The penis yeah. is so evil. I'm definitely gonna insane. go out I'm definitely gonna go out on a limb here and say that uh for our show, this is gonna be considered one of the critically ashamed movies. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, I, I was, I was texting you guys earlier. Uh, I think I was texting Brucker. Um, I, I, I thought of it like a, it's like an endurance game. It's like, uh, you know, you go out and you, and you run a 5k or some, or a marathon and you're like, I did it. Like I made it through. That's what this feels like. <laughs> yeah, like the only, it. the only takeaway from it, the only a, a, a sense of accomplishment or, or better, like I, I was tough enough to withstand this movie. <laughs> Oh, that is so true, dude. I, I didn't realize that until the end where I was like, well, you know what? I can check that off the list. Yeah, I didn't really leave anything from this movie at all. My, I, my girlfriend watched this with me, and I think she actually enjoyed it like like a, like a very small percentage amount. Because at the end of it, I was like, this movie just needs to be eviscerated, like wiped off the, the face of the earth so it can't hurt anyone. And she's like telling people that they need to watch it so they can like understand how bad it is. I was like, no, like this, this movie shouldn't hurt anyone ever. Like, <laughs> Hide it away. It's the ending Bury it. that really gets me. The fact that like, again, that's another spoiler alert that everybody is just, is just like, kill me. I want to die. Shoot me in the face, please. Oh, and, and I, I sympathize. I empathize with those people. <laughs> yes. It's the audience. It's a hundred percent the audience. But then Sean Connery, like in real life, finds a woman and it's like i'm done filming this movie wanders off into the mouth of this head and they live the rest of their lives inside of this head how Hell did yeah. you get pregnant in like five minutes 
I, <laughs> I yeah, I she went from like not being pregnant to giving birth in like seconds. Very it's a, it's a movie. No sort of recognition. Like, there's no hint of a time lapse at all. It's just kind of like, oh, uh, Zed. What's his name? <laughs> Zed. Zed. It's happening. And he's like, oh, great. Oh, I gotta go get the go bag. We gotta go to the hospital. There's no time, Zed. There's Rather no the time. In the cave. We live in the head now. Which, by the way, his name being Zed, I feel like that should have been like should have been a clue to me. Like the fact that Zed in a lot of languages is Z, like the end of the alphabet that he was gonna bring about the end. Mm-hmm. Oh. I think people should have seen that coming, or I should have seen it coming. And I was yeah. They, if I hadn't seen the Rick and Morty episode, I feel like I would have seen wouldn't have seen it coming. They yeah, they tried to put in some like oh you know. He's going to bring them uh, vindication. He's going to bring them death. And dude, no, this is this is a movie about watching Sean Connery manhandle women and murder. Mm-hmm. Like that's yeah. that's all this is. Uh, I'm pretty you know, sure his outfit is what he thinks he is in his own head. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> oh, the diaper. What do you guys think of the diaper? Like the nappy. I call it a speedo. <laughs> <laughs> and those boots are. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. His hair, it's dude. It's the dude, ponytail like, that got me, dude. Him swinging yeah. around and it whips around his head, and then he shoots the screen like James Bond at mm-hmm, the very beginning mm-hmm. of the movie. To me, this was like him wishing that he was like a cowboy this whole time and not this uh, this uh, M five spy as James Bond. This was him, like, all right, I finally get to be a cowboy. Cowboys wear speedos and ride yeah. horses and shoot. Yeah, I'm manly. I know it took uh, them a little bit to get him inside the wedding dress. I think the wedding dress, because he's like, oh, men don't wear dresses and. They, I mean, they got him into it, but apparently the uh, Borman was like, yeah, I had to do some coaxing to actually get him into the dress because he was too man to get in it or whatever. Oh, dude. I, that is, uh, yeah, that does seem like it'd be, he, Sean Connery must have been doing drugs too. They were giving him drugs. Probably. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. I think they, yeah, that's. Yeah. They were like, there's Everybody's drugs that women. The dress was laced with coke. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's the 70s. This is, so what this reminds me of is, you know, the like. Uh, kind of the montage or not montage but like the shot where there's a bunch of people that are on drugs and they think they're acting like really really badass and then it like flips to the reality and they're like just super fucking gross and like not doing anything productive right uh, that's that's what i think this movie is like they thought they were doing something really fucking cool and they were really high on drugs and then like, oh no that was just a fucking shit show we were it's a mess a, it's a train wreck <laughs> It's, it's like, uh, what was it, George Lucas after he watched uh, The Phantom Menace for the first time and he, the credits rolled, like on the first watch through, he looked at it and he said, this is very serious, like I'm very true. And he said, he looked at it and he said, well, it's too late to go back now. Uh, there's a lot in here that I wouldn't, that I wish I could change. But you know what? We're, we're a little too far gone. We, let's, let's just do it. <laughs> it felt like it was that where they like, oh, have gone man. too far on some things. The Coke yeah. wore off. Crap. Yeah. Oh God, I'm hungover now. This sucks. <laughs> this is uh, horrible. So, Chop, whose turn is it to pick the next? Uh, by the way, Chris, he's not here. Uh, he couldn't make it this week. That's but it worked out great that we had the guests on the show. Um, so, thank you guys both, uh, Brooker and Levi. Thanks for having us. Um, of course. Who's whose turn? Fuck you, Chris. By the way, for making us watch this garbage. <laughs> and not yeah. And, and not then you bail on the fucking episode. Well, he did watch it, but then you bail on. God damn it. Uh, oh, he washes for nothing, man. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, Chop, whose turn is it to, to pick the next movie? Uh, I think it's either you or, or uh, Gator. Mm. You want to rock, paper, scissors? Yep. All right. Best two out of three? No. One shot. I'm going to win it a right here. Ready? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. 
Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Boom. Damn. All right. I did paper, he did scissors. I appreciate the play-by-play. Yeah. Thank you. Y'all can't see it, so let you know. So, so, uh... I want I want us to watch um, a movie called The FP, uh, oh, as in no. as in uh, Foxtrot Papa FP. Final pitch. It's called The FP. Um, yeah, I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. We don't have to go into it. It's it's uh, I don't even want to tell anybody what it's about. Look up the the trailer and just be amazed. That's all I can say. Um, guys, You're do you do you want to do you want to tell us where we can find uh, your stuff? Yes. Uh, sorry, I didn't know if Levi was going to go. Sorry. <laughs> no, sorry. I was look. I was looking up the FP. Ah. Uh, yeah. So, Film on the Rocks. We are on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, pretty much any place you can find podcasts. Uh, that's where we're at, and we release episodes weekly, normally on Sundays. Cool. Yeah. Cool. And we have Twitter, Instagram, and then our email is fotrpodcast at gmail dot com. Nice. Cool. All right. Well, thank you guys. It was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, buddy. We hope to work with you again. Yes, thank you. And everyone, yeah. look for the episode that we just did with Blake. We just talked about um, American Psycho, and it was such an awesome discussion. I'm really oh excited my gosh, to get yeah. that out. Yeah, I yeah. thought I thought that went really well, so I'm excited. Blake about added that. a lot to it for sure. Oh yeah, definitely. All right, thanks, uh, Chop. Where can they find us? So you can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, all your favorite podcasting apps, uh, YouTube also, and then um, we also have Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Be sure to check out social media. Uh, We have new episodes every Monday and new content all the time. So we'll see you guys soon.